Hello, I'm Brenna Bay, a Senior Construction Associate with Edwin Co. Welcome to our podcast series about residential construction. In these podcasts, we discuss matters which arise on residential construction projects. Numerous of the topics discussed in these podcasts are also covered in our guide entitled What to Know Before You Start Digging a Hole, which can be found on our website. I would highlight the information within these podcasts is general guidance only and may not necessarily apply to your particular situation since, of course, every construction project is different. Therefore, I strongly recommend that you seek professional advice before you undertake any sort of construction project or sign any appointments or contracts. In our last podcast, we discussed various types of insurance that you will need to consider when undertaking your residential construction project. In particular, we talked about existing structures insurance, contract works insurance, and professional indemnity insurance. In this podcast, we will discuss public liability insurance, non-negligent insurance, and latent defects insurance, also commonly known as a new build warranty. So now if you're a homeowner, you may be familiar already with public liability insurance. Such insurance provides cover for liability for death or personal injury to third parties and for damage to property belonging to third parties. So for example, if a tile falls off the roof of your house, and injures a visitor, or breaks your neighbor's conservatory window. Given the risks associated with construction, contractors clearly need to carry public liability insurance to have cover for potential damage or injury caused during the course of their works. For example, if a wall the contractor is building collapses and falls onto a pedestrian. As the property owner, you should also maintain public liability cover during the course of the works. The amount of public liability cover which contractors have varies. However, generally in the market, contractors who are building new homes have cover of at least £5 million any one occurrence or claim. Public liability must be maintained for the duration of a party's liability. Therefore, you will need to see up-to-date evidence from your contractor that it is maintaining this insurance, which is normally renewed annually. Normally, public liability insurance will only cover against damage to third-party property or persons, which is due to the insured's negligence. So, for example, if in undertaking the works, the contractor was negligent and that causes your neighbor's house to suffer subsidence. However, the nature of construction activities means that damage could be caused to neighboring property, even if the contractor did everything right and was not negligent. In such a case, you could be held liable for the financial consequences of such damage. Therefore, non-negligent insurance provides cover for liability that you may incur or sustain as a result of injury or damage to neighboring property caused by matters such as collapse, subsidence, heave, vibration, weakening or removal of support, or lowering of groundwater arising out of the course of, or because of, the construction works. If you are engaging a contractor under a JCT contract, this insurance is also known as JCT 6.5.1 insurance, or it was previously called Clause 21.2.1 insurance. This is because these are the clauses within the standard JCT contracts that refer to this type of insurance. 
The contractor typically maintains the non-negligent insurance with both you and the contractor name as insured parties under the policy. Whether you need non-negligent insurance is dependent upon the nature of both the project and the site. The most common situation in which this insurance should be obtained is when you are building a basement with neighboring properties nearby. The amount of cover required will be based upon the potential risk. Since the contractor takes out the insurance, normally with its public liability insurance, you will need to ensure that the non-negligent insurance is being maintained and must request evidence of this cover on a yearly basis. Latent defects insurance protects a building owner from a material fault or damage to the building. Commonly known as a new build warranty, many people associate latent defects insurance with an NHBC policy. Latent defects policies typically provide cover for structural defects or defects in the building envelope for 10 years from the completion of the property. However, what cover is in fact provided and for how long is very much dependent on the policy obtained. As for the amount of cover required, this will of course depend on the property itself. A latent defects policy needs to be placed on risk prior to the start of the development and the provider will arrange for technical audits through the course of the works. As such, often a self-built developer considers the cost of a latent defects policy is not worth the cover provided. However, a key aspect of latent defects insurance is that generally new build properties within the UK require a policy for the property to be mortgageable within the first 10 years after the property is completed. Therefore, when you are building your own home and considering latent defects insurance, there is more to think about than simply the premium. Rather, it is imperative to understand the details of the policy and to know the identity of the underlying insurer. For example, a few years ago, there was a latent defects policy provider, CRL, which is popular in the industry. Various of CRL's policies were underwritten by a Danish insurer, Alpha Insurance. Unfortunately, in 2018, Alpha filed for bankruptcy. Not only did this mean that homeowners who had a CRL policy underwritten by Alpha struggled with any claim, more importantly, such homeowners became unable to sell their properties. Accordingly, it is not enough that the latent defects policy is listed within the UK Finance Mortgage Lenders Handbook. Rather, it is highly recommended that you only consider policies underwritten by UK-based insurers, which one of the major rating agencies has rated as at least A or better, in order to provide some comfort that the underlying insurer has sufficient financial strength to remain able to service any claim throughout the duration of the warranty period. Finally, you need the latent defects insurance to be taken out in your name rather than the contractor's. This is to protect you in the event your contractor becomes insolvent and seeks a refund on the premium for the latent defects insurance, something which has unfortunately happened to a number of residential developers. So in this podcast, we've continued our discussion of insurance that needs to be considered when undertaking a residential construction project. In particular, public liability insurance, non-negligent insurance, and latent defects insurance. While insurance is a complex area, it should not be overlooked or considered an unnecessary cost, 
since the consequences of not having correct or sufficient insurance can be much more costly. Therefore, I strongly recommend that you speak with a specialist construction insurance broker prior to commencing your residential construction project. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and will join us again next time.